0: AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com and by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for May 20th, 2011 and now the news. The auto industry dodged a bullet as the Obama administration dropped the idea of handing out letter grades to vehicles based on their fuel economy. The idea was to make it like a report card, but a vehicle would only get an A if it was a hybrid or electric car. The Wall Street Journal reports that the administration concluded that handing out letter grades was, and I quote, very subjective. Well, here's my interpretation. That means there was no fair and impartial way of awarding grades. Let me give you an example. Let's say you have a young family and need a minivan. It would have likely only earned a C under the government proposal, even if it was the most efficient minivan available, and even though on a people per mile per gallon basis, it would be more efficient than most hybrids. Thank goodness the administration dropped this idea. People don't need the government to tell them if the fuel economy of a vehicle is good or not. They just need to read the label. Chrysler is raising enough money to pay off its loans to the U.S. and Canadian governments. Those loans came with sky-high interest rates. 14% in the U.S., 20% in Canada. To pay them off, Chrysler is borrowing money at lower rates from commercial loaners, and it is issuing bonds. But as Bloomberg points out, bond investors have not exactly forgotten that they lost everything they invested in the company before its bankruptcy. So they are demanding an 8.25% yield on the new bonds. That's a lot lower than what Chrysler is paying now, but Ford's latest bonds only pay 5%. Even so, it could save Chrysler a couple of hundred million dollars a year in interest payments. New vehicle sales in the U.S. have been accelerating all year, but according to J.D. Power, they may be losing steam in May. So far this month, the forecasting firm estimates the SAR at just 11.9 million units. That's a dramatic drop from the previous three months, where it hit 13 million. We know fuel prices are up, which is certainly playing a role in this. Plus, some models have limited availability due to part shortages from Japan. But one analyst at Edmunds.com thinks a lack of incentives is causing the drop. He said that aside from the Toyota Prius, there are no other models that are unavailable right now. Oh no, not another airbag. Auto Supplier TRW just introduced an airbag that's installed in the roof. But don't worry, it actually replaces the passenger airbag that's mounted in the instrument panel. This new system allows for improved interior design flexibility because the dashboard doesn't need to be developed to deploy an airbag, and that also helps to save cost. TRW says it can be used in different types of vehicles and that it already has a production contract with a European automaker, but it did not say which one. Truck lovers rejoice. Your wildest dreams may be coming true. According to PickupTrucks.com. Nissan and Cummins have teamed up to develop a four-cylinder diesel engine for the Titan. Now get this, the average fuel economy target is 28 miles per gallon while meeting the Tier 2 bin 2 emission standard. Wow! The engine displaces 2.8 liters and output could be 220 horsepower with 380 pound-feet of torque. One interesting feature, it uses steel pistons instead of aluminum ones to handle high cylinder pressures and allow for a shorter stroke, which helps keep the physical size of the engine down. The US Department of Energy contributed some $15 million to help fund this $30 million project. It's scheduled to run through September of 2014 when the next generation Titan is expected to debut. And speaking of pickup trucks, After civil war broke out in Libya, Chinese automaker Zhang Jing was worried about how it would affect selling pickup trucks in the country. It sells more trucks there than anyone else. But now the company is almost thrilled about the conflict. According to China AutoWeb, Libyan rebels are using Zhang Jing's Grand Tiger pickup truck to fight Muammar Gaddafi's forces. The company is amazed to see all the exposure the truck is getting from images beamed all over the world. It hopes the Grand Tiger will be seen as one tough vehicle. The company even posted a message on its website essentially bragging that its trucks are battle-tested. And it boasts that instead of the ubiquitous Toyota Hilux, and I quote, the pickups employed in the Libyan war mostly come from Zhang Jing. You know, this is crazy. Seventy years ago, there were Tiger tanks rolling across the Libyan desert. Now, there's Grand Tiger trucks. Ford has come under a lot of criticism for its My Ford Touch system. Consumer Reports really tore into it. So what's Ford doing about it? That's up next. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. does 12 million impressions grab you get your advertising message in front of the most engaged automotive consumers in the world call me stacy eman at 586-255-1364 paul mascarenas is the chief technology officer of the ford motor company that puts him in charge of all r d and the company's science labs he's my guest on autoline detroit this weekend and in the following clip, we asked them what the company is doing about its My Ford Touch system that has been heavily criticized.
1: With the early customers, we have had some feedback in two areas. Uh, the first area has just been around unfamiliarity with the system. There's a lot of functionality uh, between the navigation, the audio, uh, the phone operation a lot of different devices that can come in. So to address the unfamiliarity with the system, we've launched um, additional dealer training, a point of sale, a website, and a hotline to really make sure that people know how to get the best out of their system. And They've additional also dealer been... training
0: really means mm-hmm. that the salesperson will take more time explaining it to the customer when they buy it, is that Absolutely, right? Absolutely,
1: yeah. yeah. And, you know, the initial um, kind of handover training, point of sale training, was really around how to pair the phone how to use the audio, um, not really too much in terms of the, the navigation and some of the other functionality. Now we're just going a little bit deeper, recognising that people want to know more about the system from the salesperson, not have to read the handbook or experiment themselves. Um, and that seems to be working quite well for us. Uh, there have also been a, a very small number of customers who have actually experienced some um, electronic problems with the system. And for those customers, we've actually got a software update, which is available through the dealership. It's free of charge. And um, customer sat is running very high. We're at 80% plus customer satisfaction. And most importantly, more than 80% of our customers would recommend my food touch to a friend or a family member. So feeling pretty good about things at the moment.
0: You can see that entire interview right now on our website at Autoline Detroit. And by the way, Mark Phelan from the Detroit Free Press and Lindsay Brooke from Automotive Engineering Magazine are also on the show. And don't forget to check out Roundabout tonight. The show starts at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 3.30 Pacific. As always, it's a fun way to start the weekend, and we hope you check it out. And that is today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you Monday.